Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do you know what emotional object constancy is? That's something that the narcissist struggles with. The narcissist doesn't really know how to handle a lot of times. It's like the idea of being out of sight, out of mind. So you're not here anymore. So then, okay, I'm not even thinking about you. I'm not even emotionally connected with you. I don't really care about you. That kind of thing. We're going to dive into that a little bit today about object constancy and then whole object relations. I'm going to read a little bit about it so you can understand some of the definitions of it and then try to explain my personal struggle with it of dealing with emotional object constancy and how I've tried to work to be able to heal myself and to correct those behaviors. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. We do it on all the different platforms out there, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, to try to be able to help people get awareness of what narcissism is. It doesn't really always look the same as your regular vanilla textbook definition of like, this is what it is. It's a lot different on that a lot of times in real life, but it still is very destructive and we're trying to build awareness to help people get out of those relationships, grow, heal, and change. If you want to talk to me sometime one-on-one to be able to help work through the trauma bond and rewire your mindset to be able to know like, hey, I know this place person is toxic, but I still want to go back to them. I try to work with people to help break them free from that, be able to get through the rumination phase and get to having healthy boundaries so they don't go back to a narcissistic person and they don't get with a narcissistic person down the road, but they're able to say toxic free moving through life. If you want to hear some of the wife's perspective, check out our podcast, Trauma, Drama, and Life with myself and Kayla, my wife. We sit down and we talk 15, 20 minutes to be able to answer your questions, be able to talk through stuff that's going on in our life, and just be able to process stuff that you guys might not have heard from different perspectives. So check that out. If you want to be able to be a part of people that actually understand what you're going through, a lot of the social media platforms have different communities. We've actually started to build a community and in the aspect of having an app. It's called the NARC app, N-A-R-C-A-P-P.com to be able to check it out. Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community, community of like-minded people to help you heal, grow, and change, to give you encouragement. You can write in, ask advice. You can connect with survivors all across the globe. You can connect with people and help move forward in your healing. You can take courses. You can interact. You can track your no contact, journal your truth. You can log in and you can visit with our weekly lives that we have every single Monday or our monthly coaching calls that we interact with people, with other coaches around the globe to help give you perspective and help you grow, heal, and change. So check that out, narcap.com. All right, so jumping in, I want to be able to show you a little bit of object relations, object constancy, and we're going to deal with the object constancy the most, okay? So um, what I'm reading from, real quick, is The Narcissist in Your Life by Julie Hall. If you've seen some of my YouTube, you'll see this video. Okay, whole object relations allow us to see ourselves and others in a fully integrated way as having both positive and negative qualities. Narcissists, by definition, lack whole object relations, which means they're unable to form a stable, realistic, and nuanced view of themselves and others. This is the aspect where you get into black and white thinking. You're all good or you're all bad. There's not really like an in-between. This psychological deficit means that they experience splitting, 
Instead, viewing people or things in opposite extremes is in instead viewing people or things in opposite extremes as either perfect or worthless, all good, all bad, with little to mi- with little to no middle ground. Narcissists also lack object constancy, which is the ability to maintain an emotional connection with and positive feelings for people we care about in moments when we are physically apart from them or when they hurt or disappoint us. If a narcissist's child gets a bad grade, the narcissist may react with anger, forgetting that the child is normally a strong and conscientious student. Both psychological deficits are believed to result from a disrupted attachment to the primary caregivers early in life. So both of these kind of work together at times. The black and white thinking, the object constancy of not remembering anything in the past that was actually good, and then it switches over black and white thinking like you're all good, you're all bad, okay? Narcissist lack of whole object relations and object constancy means that they constantly facilitate between idealizing and devaluing themselves and others between emotional connection and disconnection. When narcissists are disappointed or angry with their partner, their feelings about that person swing to contempt and rage. When they are physically apart from him or her, they experience out of sight, out of mind, and struggle to maintain their emotional connectedness. This makes constant, sustained trust and intimacy extremely difficult. Okay, so that's the initial definition idea of object relations and object constancy. Okay, so when you think of object constancy, you're thinking of the idea of like out of sight, out of mind. It doesn't always mean like that person no longer exists. It's that person is no longer in my frame of reference. So I don't like interact, care, respond, anything like that. Some of object constancy plays into the two realities that the narcissist build, not schizophrenia, but the two realities that they build of saying, hey, I'm in this relationship and I'm committed and faithful. Hey, and I'm in this relationship, I'm committed and faithful. That one doesn't exist. Now I'm over here. That one doesn't exist. That idea. Okay. This is where you get an aspect of like obsessiveness, where it comes in to make sure that you are obsessed with them and to make sure that there's like a connectedness there. Sometimes people get confused with aspects of like codependency and things like that. And we're not talking about that. But with the object constancy, we're talking through the idea of like having that connectedness. And when they're disconnected through an argument, through a fight, happens a lot with nurses, right? Or like when you're apart from each other, that emotional connection is like completely gone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A lot of times. Okay. So think of it this way. You go out and you go on a a date or something like that. And then the thoughts start to run wild of like, what about me? Because it has to go back to me. You leaving the house, you leaving the relationship, you leaving to go be with friends, family, anything like that doesn't matter. The narcissist is like, it's all about me. So therefore, they'll twist it around. Therefore, you're abandoning me. You're rejecting me. You're running away. You're shaming me because of all this stuff. And it just spirals. Okay? Think of it this way. So I would be with someone, and they would go out with friends or with family. There'd be a part of me that would be, like, pissed off. Because, like, one, you didn't invite me. 
So therefore, I don't matter enough. Therefore, I'm not good enough for you to invite me. You're what? You're like embarrassed about your friends not inviting me? Like all this kind of stuff. Like it pops up. Like obviously, you don't care about me. Like obviously, you don't think I'm all that. I know I'm all that. And then you go on, you know, hanging out with friends, stuff like that. You don't text when you get there. You don't text when you leave. You don't let me know how you're going. You don't respond, all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, wait a second. Like, it is about me. Like, screw your friends. It's about me. Like, what is going on? Like, that's the thought process. Very much like ego centered. You don't fill me in. You don't involve me. Like, all those things. And then we switch into the black and white thinking. Because you didn't value me with your time, money, and attention, even though you're with friends, then obviously we don't have a good relationship and obviously something's wrong. Obviously you're bad because you gave up on me. Hopefully this is making sense. Like the thought process is like crazy and it's even taken a while for me to get to the place to try to break it down. So hopefully it makes more sense than it does in my head, okay? But therefore like the idea is like now you're bad. Like there's no like good or bad. There's no like in between of like, no, they're having fun with friends. Like give them time to have fun with friends. It's not all about you. No, it's, it's all about me. So therefore, if it's not about me, it's bad. Okay. The hard part about object relations, and object constancy is it's super hard to walk those back once you see them. Okay. So like for me, once a person flips over into all bad and one, once a person is disconnected from me, like it's hard to bring that back. A lot of times it's almost impossible. It's been something that's been a constant fight working through myself mentally to be able to get to the place where I have better relationships with better, better relationship with my wife now than what I did before. Because of the fact that I had to get to the place where I was processing it differently versus she's all bad, that kind of thing. Okay. So I had to work on it in baby steps and I had to build up my confidence and reduce the automatic like obsession and like compulsion. So start off like simple with like small things of just like texting. And if you've been with a narcissist, you know, Hey, you're supposed to respond to texts like instantly. And if you don't respond, you know, well, you're the worst person ever. Well, I did that as well. But on the other side, a lot of times I would want to respond right away to make sure that I was keeping the other person locked in to make sure I was keeping the other person there because we were apart. So that emotional connection wasn't there. They were probably off doing something else, thinking about someone else, not about me, all that kind of stuff. So a lot of times I would text back, you know, or I would expect the text because they're out with friends. I would expect that text all the time. Like, why aren't you texting me? Well, I'm with friends. Why aren't you texting? That that kind of thing. Okay. So I had to work on it. So I had to be like, okay, they just responded. I'm going to wait five minutes. I'm going to wait 10 minutes and now respond like trying to build like a buffer emotionally and mentally so that it wasn't like, no, I have to respond so I can make sure that it's all about me. Sometimes the idea of like, okay, go out with friends without me. I have to kind of change the focus to be like, wait a second. Like I need to actually think about this person in a positive light of like, I'm actually thankful that you have friends. I'm I'm thankful that you're going out with friends. I'm thankful that you're getting involved with family and to build back joy and gratitude in that relationship being like, you know what? It's not all about me. It's the ego death that has to happen for a narcissist to be like, it's not about me. Like, I'm glad you have fun and you're not going to get punished or devalued for that fun or for being able to take care of that. But I had to set like no time to like freak out. 
Okay, so like, let's say the person goes out at like five, and I'm like, okay, they'll be back by 10, because there's other stuff that has to be done. So then I block off that time in my mind and have to be like, okay, from five to 10, I'm not going to think about it, I'm not going to freak out about it. I do like pulled up and be like, oh, now I'm freaking out about it. like, okay, I got to wait till 10, and then I can freak out about it. So like, I slowly had to put in things to build up, like my stamina, my self confidence of like, hey, it's not all about me. But that was really hard to be able to walk back and to be able to take back and be able to be like, okay, I'm actually okay. And I'm actually thankful. And I'm actually happy that they're spending time with friends, that kind of thing. They don't respond. They don't reply. It's a whole like freak out, get mad. I can't believe all that kind of stuff. Okay. Hopefully that makes sense. I'm not trying to say this to like apply to a bunch of people of like, Hey, do this. Don't do this. I'm trying to say this to be able to say, this is my personal journey of the issue of emotional object constancy and how I've had to deal with that and how I've tried to start walking that back so that I'm emotionally okay when it's not all about me. I'm emotionally okay when someone's not with me and I'm like, but it should be all about me, that kind of thing. Hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully the logic makes sense. If you have questions, leave them down below. I'll try to be able to get back to you guys and be able to solve any questions or problems. Um, but I want to let you know, if you're dealing with any side of this, to let you know, you're not crazy. You're not alone. You're not hopeless. If you need help, please reach out.